Hello, welcome back to series two of How to Buy a Kitchen or Bathroom, the podcast. This is episode number three, so we are rolling. I am Lindsay Blair, editor of Kitchens, Bedrooms and Bathrooms magazine and its sister website, these3rooms.com and your host on this very podcast. As I have already mentioned in episodes one and two, if you've tuned in already, I have lined up a raft of excellent experts this series, all to help you achieve your dream home. And today I am all ears because this is a topic that I am definitely interested in. Let me ask you, who hates cleaning the bathroom? I have got my hand firmly in the air. Oh, it is a chore that I most loathe. And if I can avoid it, I definitely will. So today I am finding out how you can design a bathroom from the very outset to make it easier to clean and to lower that maintenance and in turn make it more hygienic. That is a yes from me. So what does that include exactly? Well, hopefully it means more time for other things and less time for cleaning for a start. But also I'll find out which types of layout will make things easier to maintain, whether that's a bath or a shower, whether it makes any difference if you have one or the other, which fixtures and fittings are best for low maintenance and also which materials will help you keep those germs at bay. One thing is for sure, there's been a lot of innovation in this part of the market over the last couple of years, mainly because of our heightened awareness of cleanliness and germs and hygiene due to COVID, of course. So I am excited to find out more. Let's get into it. I am saying hello down the line to Holly Aspinall, who is bathroom brand Gebritz Marketing Manager for Retail and AquaClean. Hello. Hi. Now, we are still recording remotely, aren't we? Which is the modern way. Uh, it's all technology. So where are you joining me from today? It is. So I'm from our head office in Warwick. Now, you have AquaClean in your job title. So something yes. tells me you are the person to talk about all things hygiene and easy cleaning in the bathroom. Am I right? Yes, especially washing with water. I could talk to you about that for hours. I'll try not to today, but yes, <laughs> definitely. AquaClean is definitely something I'm passionate about. Oh, okay. Intriguing. So I'm sure we'll get into that. Now, here at KBB Magazine and on these three rooms, we have talked and written a lot over the last two years about hygiene, germs, you know, how to keep things cleaner. I think we're, we've all got that heightened awareness, haven't we, of how germs spread and keeping things clean in the home and just, you know, general cleanliness because of what's happened in the last two years because of the pandemic. Is that something you're seeing from your side of things as well from, uh, you know, people who are doing their bathrooms up are much more aware of it? Absolutely. I think that that has come so much more to the forefront. Like you say, people are just very aware now of what they're touching and particularly in a bathroom space. That's so important when you actually think about what you're touching and what you're coming into contact with. And it's not just in people's homes as well. You know, if you think about commercially in a hotel or in a, a retail environment, for example, people want to just be really aware that everything is going to be as clean as possible and make sure that they're going to be as safe as possible as well. That's definitely something we have seen. Uh, we've actually just recently released a trends report this month. And in there, we talk a lot about that and not only cleanliness, but how technology can help with that as well. Interesting. Okay. Now, it seems really strange 
now thinking back, but before before COVID times, it's sort of like a different era now, isn't yeah. it? We might not have thought about this as much. I mean, some people might have, but I certainly probably didn't think in detail about what I had touched and then maybe who had touched that before me and the, the impact of how the germs were spreading and then what I was going to go on to touch. It just seems so bizarre now to think that we didn't think about that before. Yeah, I know. And if you think... You know, say if you go to the toilet, you'll wash your hands after you've been to the toilet. But what are you touching before you've been into that toilet that other people have touched? You can kind of really wind yourself up about it, I think, if you overthink it <laughs> too much. But there's definitely does get you thinking in general about everything. And then, like you say, what you're going on to do after you've been into that bathroom space as well. So not just there. That applies in the home as well as out and about, doesn't it? And obviously today we're going to be talking about the home and the bathrooms that we have at home. And obviously the primary function of our bathrooms is, you know, to clean yourself, to have a shower or a bath or to use the loo or whatever. But all of that comes with build-up of moisture, scum from soap, hair. You know, it can get actually quite dirty quite quickly, can't it, from that day-to-day use. But there is a lot you can do from the design part of creating a bathroom to make the cleanup easier and to make maintaining the bathroom as a design space much more sort of aesthetically pleasing as well. Yeah, absolutely. I think if you take it right back to thinking about if you are redesigning your bathroom, take it right back to to that point and think about all the things, all those touch points, if you like, not only how it's all going to look at the end, because obviously everybody wants a beautiful bathroom, but how it's going to work for you functionally And from a maintenance point of view as well, it's really important to consider. Yeah, I mentioned right at the start about cleaning the bathroom is actually one of my most hated chores in the house. (laughs) So I am all here for any tips that you've got to make it easier. And I'm sure probably a lot of listeners want to make their their chores easier too. So I'm really keen to hear what you've got to say. What do you think is typically the dirtiest part of a bathroom? Well, I think we probably all would instantly go to say that the toilet or the WC is the dirtiest part. Just because if you think about a very traditional toilet, there's probably lots of nooks and crannies that you can't necessarily get into or don't necessarily see every day that will be building up that dirt. And obviously what you use it for, it can easily be the dirtiest part if you don't look after it properly. Yeah, I mean, I thought you might say that, and that's probably not a surprise to too many people. So let's go from the very beginning then. From a design point of view, what is the easiest way nowadays to make a bathroom easier to clean? To be honest, there's so many ways, so many ways. So if you think about, say, well, we'll start with the toilet, shall we? If you think about your toilet, why don't you look at a wall-hung toilet? So wall-hung toilets, they are suspended off the floor, so they're not touching the floor. You don't have that build up then around the base of the toilet like you would with a floor standing toilet. And you can easily get underneath it with a mop or sweeper and make sure that you can keep the floor area really clean. There's that element of it, which is kind of really straightforward. If you think about any kind of furniture, I suppose you can apply that to your basin. You can get basins that do not touch the floor anymore furniture that doesn't touch the floor so if you think about just the floor of your bathroom and whether that's hair or dust or any other kind of dirt and dampness that gets onto the floor of the bathroom everything being suspended off that floor 
makes that first job of cleaning the floor super super easy because you can just get under everything straight away there's other things to consider I mean if you think about all your storage storage is so important in a bathroom so how is that storage going to appear in your bathroom and what clever things can you think about that not only might save you space with that storage but help that storage help you be more clean in your bathroom as well obviously you need storage to store your cleaning products for one but can that that storage be integrated say into the wall we do a product called Gebret one where the shower cabinet is integrated into the wall so you're not getting that scum or build up like you would potentially with a metal hanger or something like that that you might have your shower products in and your shampoo and your conditioner and things like that they're all tucked away in a cabinet in the wall so if you think about things like that when you're designing a bathroom what space have you got to use and how can you use that cleverly not just necessarily to save you even more space in the bathroom and perhaps give you a larger feeling bathroom but how is that related into keeping that bathroom clean as well Mm. So keeping as much off the floor as possible with wall hung fittings obviously makes the floor easier to clean. But I'm guessing keeping things up, everything flush, like the cabinet that you mentioned that's integrated into the wall, you know, that minimises crevices and corners where germs can lurk and you maybe can't get too easily. Does that apply to sort of all surfaces of keeping steps away? So keeping a flush level to your shower, for example, as well? There's so many options now with floor even shower surfaces, even down to the the drainage in the shower or drainage in a basin can be kept flush so again I mentioned the product Gebret One before if you look in the basin for Gebret One there is a nice flush drainage system in that and it just keeps everything you know you don't have as many little bits that you perhaps can't fit your finger in look at those products as well how easily is it to pull out those drains and those drain covers and those plugs and things like that how easy is it to pull them out really get clean underneath them uh, and have a look at that if you think about furniture you know think about furniture that perhaps doesn't have traditional handles on it that perhaps are handle free that you can push to open things that perhaps have sensor lights on them so that you don't need to worry about cleaning around little buttons for for lights if you've got lights around a mirror so there's lots of things and lots of products nowadays that you can look at that are flush that don't have totally clean lines that you don't have to worry about how am I going to clean that or how is that going to be easy to maintain because you all know what it's like when you get a brand new bathroom and everything is super clean and it's really lovely yeah it doesn't last long yeah very quickly (laughs) around some of the areas you notice all kind of the watermarks and and all of that kind of thing so what can you do to prolong the life of those products that you're putting in your bathroom in the first place? Yeah, I mean, when you mentioned plugs there and drainage, I mean, you'd said that the WC or the loo is probably the dirtiest part. I mean, sometimes pulling those plugs out and peeking under the drain cover, I mean, that's not a pleasant experience sometimes, is it? Oh, I'm, no. Oh, gosh, <laughs> Now, just going back to the loo, there's so many different designs of toilets. So if we stick with the wall hung, because I do do agree that that's probably the, the cleanest sort of option. And there's so many different styles available. But talk to me about rimless technology or rimless designs. Yeah, so we do rim-free toilets. So they actually 
are a lot easier to clean. So if you think about, it's quite hard to describe when you don't have a, a, a visual to, to go along with it. Um, a toilet without a rim, isn't it? Yeah, I guess. Just imagine a toilet without a rim. And basically the, the flush is just as effective. So if you think the flush comes down traditionally from that rim and comes down, think about all that water and all that scum that's kind of building up in the lip, I suppose, of the rim. With rim-free toilets, obviously, there's less hidden surfaces. So there's less places that that dirt can go up and hide inside the pan. Because if we all think about how we clean our toilet, yes, we will go around it with the brush and the cloth. But how often do you go up inside that rim? Oh, God. Perhaps not very often. Yeah, perhaps (laughs) not very often. But with rim-free you obviously don't have that to worry about. Everything is there. You can see it right in front of you and there are no none of those hidden surfaces to get that dirt trapped under. Yeah, I'm seeing a theme here, isn't it? Throughout the bathroom, minimising that sort of the corners and the edges and the, the hidden nooks and crannies where all those germs can lurk is probably one of the secrets of an easy clean bathroom. Yeah, for sure. Sticking with the toilet, another thing that I've come across which could make things easier to clean are smart toilets. So this is obviously a technology and it's a big step up from a standard WC. But how can smart toilets help in an easy clean bathroom? So if you think about a shower toilet, we have several different shower toilets in our range and you can get shower toilets that are as basic as it is the washing with water. So cleanliness from a personal hygiene point of view right up to our shower toilets which are top of the range which are washing with water drying with air and then they have lots of other functions as well so for example our Gebra Aquagene mirror you can walk up to the toilet and as you walk up it lifts the lid for you once you have been to the toilet and you've washed with water you've dried once you stand up you can have an auto flush on it as well There's turbo flush technology. So instead of a straight down flush, if you like, it's a cyclonic flush. So it's faster, quieter, and the speed and power of how that flush works in a cyclone action actually removes more dirt from the surface of the pan. So you flushed and the toilet seat can go back down. So you you really can go to the toilet without touching anything, including wiping yourself because you're using water instead of paper so you can pretty much go to the toilet hands-free which sounds funny when you say it like that but that kind of technology really is paving the way for being super clean in your bathroom just from one use of going to the toilet if you think about not just cleaning as well and a personal hygiene the toilets as well have a duo fresh function on where they basically pull smells into the toilet and get rid of those so it filters the air so that you don't have that potentially lingering smell in your bathroom as well which I think everyone would agree that makes you just feel cleaner in general so there's lots of ways that a shower toilet can improve your bathroom experience and and the experience from a cleanliness and hygiene point of view not only from a personal hygiene point of view but from general cleaning of your bathroom 
Yeah, it's certainly for anyone out there who is looking at their bathroom and wants to make it easier clean, you know, looking at the real sort of well-being benefits and wants to invest in technology as well. Shower toilets are really sort of coming to the fore, aren't they? I mean, they're really popular in parts of Asia, but in the UK, you know, toilet talk is a little bit taboo, I would say, even though we are talking about it now. But certainly they do come at a higher price point and I think that's, you know, quite important to mention because they can significantly up the amount of money that you would spend on your bathroom. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but I think you you need to look at the bathroom as an investment, particularly as we're spending more time in our homes. The bathroom really, uh, as with as with a lot of the rooms in the home, it's an investment. And I think that if you're looking for longevity of product as well, investing in something that may last you through generations as well, if you think about a hands-free toilet experience, it's really worth that kind of approach to thinking about it. I would say don't necessarily leave your toilet as the last thing to think about in your bathroom design why aren't we talking about toilets more as you say it's probably not very aren't we yeah it's probably not (laughs) a very British thing to do is it to talk about toilets all the time and going to the toilet but it's such an important part of that bathroom experience that we probably should talk about it more and not be ashamed to talk about it I think we should, particularly if, as you say, it's the dirtiest part of the bathroom, maybe we should be having those conversations. Exactly, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Now, I'll be honest with you, I've always been a little bit dubious um, about technology in the bathroom because I think sometimes it can be gimmicky, uh, but I do think things have moved on quite quickly in the last few years. Um, I'm actually now seeing, you know, real value in some of the technology, and I think the shower toilet is a really good example um, where the smart function has you know actual real life benefits for the average person rather than it just being you know a bit of a gimmick do you think that tech in the bathroom has come to the fore because of the pandemic or you know has the in a in a funny way of saying it has the pandemic almost accelerated the awareness of tech in the bathroom yeah I think definitely hasn't harmed it I think it's definitely opening up more conversations about that side of things and like you say you know you can see some of these shower toilets particularly in Asia where they perhaps are a bit gimmicky and they play music and and things like that but if you really strip that back and and look at it for what it can offer you and and the value that you can have from that for all generations in your family it really is something to consider strongly Also, if you think, I touched on it before, that there's a bit more demand from a commercial aspect. So if you think about hotels, they really need to make sure and have been making sure that their rooms and their bathrooms are a lot more aware of cleanliness and that people are aware of that. And that can be reflective in the home as well, because I think more people strive to have perhaps a hotel style bathroom that is you know a more spa-like experience or something like that rather than just a a generic here's my standard bath and and WC it's like how can I elevate my bathroom now to make it really wow and technology can really help do that. Yeah absolutely and I think most of the parts of the conversation so far are applied to sort of more of a family bathroom or an ensuite. But another tech area where I think, you know, would work in all of those bathrooms, but also in a cloakroom or a downstairs loo, is touch-free taps. So if you've got people coming into your home or, or, you know, visiting for any reason, to have taps 
that are activated by a sensor, they could be really useful, couldn't they, to, you know, minimise the touch points again. Do you want to talk a little bit about the market for touch-free taps? Yeah, you kind of hit the nail right on the head there. If you think about, if you do have a cloakroom, it is probably your most used toilet by guests in your house, whether it's somebody just popping around or overnight guests, you know, you, you have more and more people using that bathroom probably than any of your other bathrooms in the house. So to make sure that that is kept clean and that is somewhere where you're not going to have lots of different people touching lots of different surfaces and then you're touching all those surfaces too or having to go in and clean it or after every time somebody has used it. So yeah, definitely the demand for not only touch-free taps but touch-free flush plates as well. There are several flush plates that you can get in the Gebret range alone. You don't even have to touch. It's just all done by infrared sensor. And it absolutely reduces the number of touch points within the bathroom that a guest or that yourself is going to go through to just make the process a lot cleaner. So demand for that has definitely increased. But there's so many things available that you can get that can meet those needs. So it's all about just looking at what might work for you, what's what's best for you, what's best with the style as well. We're probably more familiar with these sorts of taps in a public bathroom yeah. or commercial space, as you said. And everyone's different and you end up doing all sorts of weird sort of hand movements to try yeah. and get this tap to turn on. <laughs> yeah, definitely. And you look around and everyone's doing the same. <laughs> So the point is really that if you are looking at these touch-free options, you would probably need to consider your electricity points as well as your plumbing. Yeah. So if you go into a showroom and you want to talk to them about anything touch-free and the same with smart toilets, shower toilets, if you want to talk about anything like that, if you go into your local showroom, they should be able to advise you exactly what you need and how easy it is to get there. And somebody can come out and have a look and, and see if you've got everything that you need to make that work. That's a great tip. Now, we've talked about the other fixtures and fittings in the bathroom, but what we haven't talked about is bath and shower. Now, I'm thinking about keeping things flush, keeping things easy to maintain, you know, not having all those crevices for for dirt to build up in. Is there a benefit of having either a bath or a shower for easy clean purposes? Which is better, would you say, if there is even one better than the other? It's very hard to say because I don't think I would say that there is one better than the other. I think it's so personal because if I think about myself, I would far rather have a shower, for example, than have a bath. But that's just a personal preference. I think if you ask some of my colleagues, they would happily sit in the bath for several hours every single day if they could. We have this debate in the office amongst the team all the time. I'm definitely team shower and there's a few people who are team bath. Yeah, it's a hot topic, hot topic. So I think it really depends on obviously usage, how much you're going to use either one of those. If you've got small kids, obviously having a bath will get more daily use. So it's kind of a usage point, I suppose, in terms of which one's easier to maintain. But also, again, it's just going back to those points. Think about how you're using them and how often you're cleaning them. Think about that drainage. How easy is that drainage? to remove so that you can get those hairs and things out how many different surfaces have you got in that bath or that shower think about the shower screen I keep going back to Gebret 1 but uh, Gebret 1 is just so clean in terms of lines 
down to the shower screen where it isn't um, it hasn't got lots of kind of fixtures and fittings on it hasn't got like handles on it it is just a screen that is a solid screen so it's preventing all that water spraying out but you can walk through without having to open without having a hinge it's so easy to clean because it is just the screen and it's it's flat to the floor and to the ceiling so you don't have those little nooks and crannies that if you think about your shower at home they're probably the bits that are the most difficult to clean and probably have sitting water on them as well so essentially, if you need to get a toothbrush out to clean bits, that's probably <laughs> yeah. all those little crevices. That, that's what you want to avoid. Keep things as flush and as simple as possible with as minimal as possible, really, if you are serious about having a, a super easy clean, easy to maintain bathroom space. Exactly. Okay, now the last part of the bathroom I think we haven't touched on is surfaces. Now, I cannot tell you how many times I have written and said the word antimicrobial in the last (laughs) couple of years. So let's talk about antimicrobial surfaces and what that actually means and how you can introduce them into your bathroom. Okay, so at at Gebra here, we have a surface called Keratect, which features on several of our ranges. So on the basins, on the WC, and essentially it's an additional glaze on the ceramic surface. It reduces roughness and therefore it's harder for things to stick to the ceramic. So it makes it a lot easier to clean because you don't have all that invisible dirt if you like that's hanging on to that ceramic think about your basin at home and how often you're using that for brushing your teeth and washing your hands and think about the amount of stuff that is going down into that basin everything clings onto it and sitting water we, we kind of mentioned around then and around the plug hole and things like that Keratect or a surface like that really helps by just making all of that a lot smoother so it's a lot lot easier to clean there are so many different similar materials out there aren't there and even things like copper I often hear people designers talk about copper which you can use as your bath or you know even a a cool worktop material a countertop material because it's naturally antibacterial so it sort of just helps in a certain way to just keep those hygiene levels up and I think when we add all of these different things that we've talked about together it can make quite a big difference. Yeah absolutely I think it's all down to just making those choices at the start and really thinking about those kind of things rather than thinking afterwards oh I've got my beautiful new bathroom how am I going to keep this super clean and make me want to keep using it as much as possible of course and slightly unfortunately I have to admit bathrooms haven't quite got to the stage of cleaning themselves but we can live in hope (laughs) one day (laughs) technology is moving fast but we'll see but I think these innovations that we've talked about can really make a huge difference to, you know, when you're setting out on creating your new bathroom, think about all of these different aspects and it could just make your life a little bit easier and just keep your hygiene levels on the up, which I think is good for everyone. Now, what is the secret, do you think, to round it all off of an actually fully realised, easy, clean bathroom? Like I say, there's there's quite a lot of things to consider, I think. I think that At that design stage, you really need to look at all of those things and think about all those areas that can build up dirt. We talked about the toilet to start with. Think about 
can you actually remove the seat from that toilet to really get underneath that and, and clean it properly? Do you have lots of lumps and bumps all, all in your furniture and things like that? Or can you do something that is very clean line? So I think thinking about clean lines, thinking about reducing the amount of surfaces and thinking about how you can lift things off the floor through wall hung, whether that be WC or furniture, I think is really a, a really good starting point to making sure that you can have a really clean bathroom. Yeah, and I guess when you're in the showrooms and you're speaking to a bathroom designer or in a, in a shop and looking at bathroom products, to ask the questions about how does this drain cover come off and how can I get into this bit or does the loose seat come off? Just being more aware of those sorts of questions and it's fine to ask and, you know, a good salesperson, a good designer will be able to tell you. Exactly. And don't be worried about asking about those kind of things. Lots of people do. And I think hygiene and the request for cleanliness in a bathroom is probably the number one topic at the moment. And I don't think anyone that works in a showroom at the moment would be surprised for people going in and saying, what products have you got in this showroom that can really help me maintain the cleanliness in my bathroom brilliant now I think that's a lovely place to end now I do round off each episode by asking my guest what their golden rule for design is so I think in your case it has to be bathroom design so what is your golden rule for bathroom design I would say the golden rule is choose products that work for you now and will work for you in the future your bathroom is going to be a big investment and you want to make sure that you're spending and you're investing in your bathroom not just for from a cleanliness point of view as we've talked about but just for a bathroom that works for you so think about storage think about what you need what you prefer what your likes and dislikes are and really put time into that work with a showroom work with a designer and really invest time like you will invest money in pieces for your bathroom that are going to continue to work for you wonderful well holly thank you so much all that's left to say is thanks for coming on to the podcast and talking all things cleaning Uh, it's been really insightful and enlightening really to to find out all of the different products and materials and everything that's moving quite quickly in bathroom design, which can make a real difference to how we design our space and essentially help us live cleaner, healthier, better lives and give us more time for doing other things and not cleaning the bathroom. Absolutely. Thank you for having me. You're very welcome. I'll let you go, but thank you again and I shall speak to you soon. I absolutely loved chatting to Holly there. Who would have thought that you could talk about cleaning for so long? Well, that and bathroom design, of course, but the two go hand in hand as we have discovered. The things I picked up on were to keep as many fittings off the floor as you can. That means from your loo to your storage to your basin. Just means that lifting everything off the floor means you can get that mop in and keep things nice and clean and you don't have to go around all the perimeters of everything that is touching the floor like a traditional loo. Keeping your levels flush, so whether you've got a walk-in shower, keeping that nice and flush to the floor and looking for minimal designs that don't have lots of crevices for germs to hide away in. And why don't you have a think about whether you could update your bathroom with a bit of tech? 
who knows a shower toilet might be the one for you and i reckon we could have probably talked about shower toilets for a whole other hour but maybe that's another episode so stay tuned as always thank you for listening to this episode of how to buy a kitchen or bathroom i've been Lindsay blair and i will be back next week with more kitchen and bathroom chat so join me again But now, if you do have any questions and want to get in touch, you can email me, as always, on hello at these3rooms.com. And don't forget to rate, review and subscribe to get notified of each episode and help others find it too. It really all helps. Chat to you soon.